Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. We have two delightful planetary science questions from Arlo today. And Arlo asks, what kind of chemicals are gas planets like Jupiter or Saturn made of? And is there such a thing as a gas dwarf planet? So awesome. Thank you so much, Arlo. These are really fun. I have been looking forward to talking about these. So let's start by talking about chemicals. Now, what do we mean when we say chemicals? Well, let's back all the way up to the idea of an atom. So atoms, you can think of atoms like the building blocks of all the stuff around us. So atoms are the smallest, smallest piece of an element. So elements are what we're made of, right? So you might have heard of carbon before. That's an element. Or oxygen, that's an element. Hydrogen. You might have even heard of elements like uranium or plutonium. These are like Legos. <laughs> I love Legos, by the way. I absolutely love playing with them and making like rocket ships and then taking that apart and turning the Lego pieces into a dragon and all kinds of things. It's so much fun. But when you make something with Legos, you can make different things with the same blocks, right? You stick those blocks together. And like I was saying, you could make a rocket or you could make a dragon or a cat or whatever it is, a castle. So all of those little pieces together can add up to something bigger. And that's what our atoms are like. So atoms usually like to stick to other things. They like to be bonded with other atoms. So if we take two hydrogens and an oxygen and we stick those together, those make up a molecule of water. That's what H2, two hydrogens, O, one oxygen are. H2O is a water molecule. So when we talk about a chemical, most of the time we're going to be meaning a molecule. Right, so water is a chemical, or we could talk about methane or carbon monoxide, all of those sorts of things, right? So we're made of chemicals, planets are made of chemicals. What chemicals are Jupiter and Saturn and the gas giants made of? Well, there's a clue in the name. So in space science, when we say the word gas, you have to be careful because gas can mean more than one thing. Gas could mean the state of matter that something's in, like solid, liquid, or gas, a vapor. But gas also means a type of chemical. It means hydrogen and helium. Now, helium's usually just going to be one little atom on its own. Helium doesn't really interact with other elements very well. Hydrogen's very good at interacting with lots of different elements, and it even interacts with itself. So sometimes we'll have two hydrogen atoms that are sticking together. We call it H2, hydrogen molecule. And that is what Jupiter and Saturn are mostly made of. In fact, those two elements 
make up 99% of all of the atoms. So about 90% is hydrogen, 9% helium, and everything else is that 1%. So all of the other elements, which by the way, we know of 118 elements. So that means there's a lot of hydrogen and a lot of helium out there. All the stars that you see, mostly hydrogen and helium. The galaxies, mostly hydrogen and helium. And the really big planets, mostly hydrogen and helium. So we call them the gas giants because they're giant planets made mostly of these two things we call gases, hydrogen and helium. Now here's the thing that's real important to know about the gas giants. The name is confusing because it makes you think that they're in the state of matter of gas. But for the most part, they aren't. They're actually kind of like really, really big oceans. So the top layers of these planets are gas. That's where the atmosphere is, the air, and the storms, those beautiful swirling storms that we see on the surface of the planets. Those are gas. But as you go deeper and deeper into the planet, it stops being gas and actually turns into liquid because on those planets, the hydrogen and the helium are being squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. And that hydrogen gets squeezed so much, it turns into a liquid. Now, we don't find this on Earth unless we do it in a laboratory. But on Jupiter and in Saturn, this is the normal way that hydrogen is. It's squeezed into a hot liquid. Now, way down at the center of these planets, there probably is a lot of other elements too. There's probably some iron and nickel and all of those things, but there's way, way more hydrogen than anything else. Now, Arlo, this wasn't in your original question, but I do want to mention the ice giants for a moment. So Uranus and Neptune. Now, their name's a little bit confusing too, because it makes it sound like they should be solid like a block of ice, right? Well, unfortunately not. Ice means a certain kind of chemical, these volatile chemicals that are things like water, ammonia, methane. There's a whole list of these chemicals that space scientists call ices. And so just like Jupiter and Saturn, the gas, the ice giants rather, are mostly liquid on the inside. So the top layer is gas and then liquid on the inside. And the deeper and deeper you go, the hotter and hotter it gets because the pressure is squeezing down, squeezing down, and it's getting really, really hot to thousands of degrees at the core, thousands and thousands. All right. Now we've just been talking about the planets in our own solar system the four major ones right and of course there's lots more but those are the big big ones right well we've been finding planets in other systems so other stars have planets orbiting around them too it's only been a few decades that we've begun to be able to detect these planets and study them so we're really only just starting to learn about what we call exoplanets, planets outside of the solar system. But what we've learned so far is that there's a lot of planets out there that are very different 
than the planets that we have in our own system. So yes, we have found some planets that are gas giants like Jupiter and Saturn. We've found planets that are rocky planets like Earth. We found ones that are uh, ice giants like Neptune. But we've also found some planets that are a lot bigger than Earth, smaller than Jupiter, but they look like they must be made, they're not quite as dense, so they must be made maybe of gases, at least on the outside. Maybe they have a rocky core somewhere deep in there, but the outside has these gases. And so they have, in fact, sometimes been called gas dwarfs or dwarf gas giants. Now, they aren't as small as the dwarf planets that we have in our own system. Right now, we don't have telescopes. We don't have the technology that would be able to see dwarf planets in other systems. They're probably there. It's just we're going to need way, way bigger and stronger telescopes for that to be able to see the tiny differences in redshift or in the light being blocked. So the technology, we're not quite there yet. Maybe we'll get there soon, though. But the dwarfs in our system are made mostly from rock and ice. And when we say ice, yes, remember we're talking about that special group of chemicals, which does include water, but water and nitrogen ices and methane and things like that. And so when we talk about a gas dwarf, we mean it's a dwarf, a small gas giant compared to the gas giants we know, which are just absolutely ginormous, right? They're still a gas dwarf would still be way, way bigger than Earth, way, way bigger than the moon, way, way bigger than something like Pluto, just huge in comparison, but small compared to Jupiter. Of course, it doesn't take much to be small compared to Jupiter, right? <laughs> now, here's the thing. We've also found super gas giants. So gas giants way, way bigger than Jupiter. We think that they can be about 13 times as massive so mass is how much stuff they're made of, than Jupiter. Before they start to turn into something that's not a planet anymore, it turns into an almost star, a brown dwarf. All right, now, sometimes you will hear a planet described as being a dwarf gas giant, a, excuse me, a dwarf gas, <laughs> or a gas dwarf. Sometimes there's some other terms that you might hear, like a mini Neptune, you might hear a super Earth. These are all categories of exoplanets. And we're still going back and forth between trying to figure out the boundaries between these different kinds of objects. Which object is like a really big Earth and which is like a small Neptune or which is like a small Jupiter. And the more we learn, the more we find out, wow, there's so many different options. So in the next few years, don't be surprised if you hear the names that we call things changing a little bit, because the names change as our understanding grows, and we start to get better names to call these things. And we might eventually just come up with a totally new name or category and find out that, wow, there were 12 different kinds of planets that we thought were just two kinds of planets, or maybe they're all the same, right? 
So this is a super exciting field. And thanks for asking such great questions. And thank you everyone for joining us here on the podcast, learning about space and science together. It is so wonderful to talk about this with all of you. If you have topics or questions that you'd like us to talk about, have your folks send that into the email in the description. And of course, as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.